0: This message comes from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona, reaching out with rock-solid hope in Rim Country. September 12, 2021, Isaiah 35, 4-7. Imagine that you arrive home today and you see that your home is on fire. And as you look, the flames are going up. One of your neighbors tells you, as soon as I saw the fire, I I called for help. They're on their way. When you see how the flames are so great and there's nothing that you can do, you can only wait, and you wait. Your neighbors tell you, don't worry, they'll be here soon to help. But the fire department's not there yet. And you're wondering, and you say, when will they come? And your neighbors stop encouraging you. One of them might even say, I don't know if they're coming. How would you feel? Suddenly, no one is talking, and everyone is discouraged and silent. Might we ever feel this way about God's rescue for us? Maybe at times you're that person who's just waiting for God to bring his rescue, and it seems like there's no response. Or maybe at other times you're that person who's just standing silent by because you don't know what to say in the face of the plight of the people around you. Well, today we have instruction from our God as we look at Isaiah chapter 35. And there he tells us to speak up for those with fearful hearts so that by God's word, he might remove their fears and their hopelessness. Certainly God's people know that whatever the situation, we have no reason or cause for fear. It's like what we read in Psalm 146, We have the Lord on our side. Do not put your trust in human helpers, in mortal man who cannot save you. His spirit departs. He returns to the ground he came from. And on that day, his plans have perished. Blessed is everyone who has the God of Jacob as his help. His hope is in the Lord, his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He is the one who stays faithful forever. Believers know our God is all-powerful and he is over all things. Of course, we have no cause for fear. But that doesn't mean that believers are free from fear, or that's the case always. What we see in Isaiah's time in ancient Israel is the people had great cause for fear and many of them had shaking knees and fearful hearts. You see, the nation of Assyria had come and they had destroyed all the lands to the north of them in the northern nation of Israel. They had ruined the cities and everything was in ruin. And now the southern kingdom of Jerusalem was under threat. 20 years after they had destroyed the northern kingdom, the Assyrians besieged and surrounded Jerusalem. And they knew what the Assyrians did to those who opposed them. They not only enacted heavy tribute to those they conquered, but humiliated those who opposed them and tortured them. The people were afraid and they were wondering, will God come? Will he save us? Now you and I don't have armies coming after us. Most of us haven't had to face the scare of the battlefield. but We do face many trials which cause us concern. Yes, we have God's promises, much like the ancient people of Israel, but at the same time, Sometimes our hearts grow weak or we grow silent in the face of our plight or fears. Consider the the fears a believer faces as they might have a doctor tell them something like, you only have this much longer to live, or you may lose your vision, or the dreaded news, the cancer has spread too far. And though we may not face the scars and terrors of the battlefield, Every one of us is only daily, it seems, an instant away from a car wreck or a car crash that can cause scars just as bad as any battlefield. And maybe you've not suffered some terrible plight or harm, but you've seen the suffering of those around you and those you love. Do you always speak up? Or sometimes the suffering just so great and the situation so bad, you don't know what to say and you're just left there in silence to wonder, when will God come to help? When will he come to save? Well, don't look for help in the world around you and don't look for comfort or comforting words from the world around you. The devil and all the enemies of God would have us stay silent and would give the message that, where is your God now? Will he come to help you? That's what happened to the Israelites. The people in Jerusalem were sitting behind the walls and the Assyrian ambassador came to taunt them, how can the Lord save you from my hand? The apostle Peter reminds us that's the way it will be for God's people. As they face hardships and sufferings, the world will taunt and mock and say, where is this coming that your God has promised, his coming to save? Everything's just gone on the same since as from the beginning. Now don't look for comfort from this world. And when believers, when they see the, the pains and sufferings of those around them, how can they be silent? How can they fail to speak up when they, they look at all the things that are going on? But but sometimes we do when we see the great pain. And God's enemies who taunt and mock think they have won the last word. And don't they win the last word if believers don't speak up when they see fearful hearts? Because we know the real plight of this world. and We know the real suffering that lies in store. Isaiah spoke of that previous to chapter 35. In chapter 34, he mentions the sword of the Lord that is drenched with the blood of the enemies of God. And we see the fire described is not just the fire of lands that have been conquered, but when God comes to judge and he brings divine justice and retribution on this earth, the fires will not be quenched forever. A lot of people don't like to think of hell, but that's the real plight that this world is under. If our God does not give us word of comfort and no speaking is done to rescue us and bring us out of our plight. We will stand with fearful hearts along with all this world and it will stand under the just, divine, holy anger of our God. But that's why God speaks. And that's why Isaiah speaks and the Lord tells his people to speak in the face of all the fears and all the dangers We see in Isaiah chapter 35, strengthen the weak hands and make the shaky knees steady. Tell those who have a fearful heart, be strong. Do not be afraid. Look, your God will come. He will come with vengeance and with God's own retribution. He will come. Though the world might taunt and mock, where is this coming of your God? Those who speak God's word speak truth. Isaiah told the people, God will come. He will come to save you. Coming with retribution and divine vengeance and salvation and restoration. And God did this. Just as Isaiah spoke to those with fearful hearts, God came and the army that was besieging the city of Jerusalem was destroyed. God rescued them. God came and He freed the city of Jerusalem so that they would not be crushed by the Assyrians. God brought justice on His enemies and restored and saved His people. When you speak the words of God and you speak the words of comfort that He tells you to speak, God is faithful and He will save. And these words are words that God would have us share because God comes to save. God came more than just to rescue the people for a time in Jerusalem. Your God will come. These words were fulfilled as God himself came. He came in the flesh and spoke and walked in this earth. And just as John the Baptist said he came with divine vengeance and retribution John the Baptist talked about Jesus coming with his winnowing fork in his hand to bring justice and to burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Jesus came to bring judgment, but also he came to bring salvation. This prophecy goes on to describe that when God comes to save, then the eyes of the blind will be opened, the ears of the deaf unplugged, the crippled will leap like a deer, And the tongue of the mute will sing for joy. When Jesus came, this is what happened as he healed the people. The blind had sight restored. The lame leaped and were able to jump about with joy. Those who could not hear were able to hear. Waters will flow in the wilderness, streams in the wasteland. When Jesus came to this world, he brought all these things He spoke to the people saying, I have come to open the eyes of the blind. Jesus said, I fulfill this prophecy. He came to bring divine retribution and he came to save. Not just in the healing of the people in his day, but that was an indication that he had come, the Son of God, and he came to save. Jesus, at his first coming, did not come to judge and condemn the world, but to save it. I know that we might escape the punishment of hell and the divine retribution that we deserved for our sins. He came. God sent his son. And so that we would not face the divine justice, instead his son took it in our place. Jesus, the son of God, came to free us and rescue us from the punishment we deserved by his death on the cross and by his death, he destroyed and defeated every enemy. You see, the same Jesus who came to save by the cross and freed us from judgment will come again. Do not fear, be strong, your God will come. Jesus rose again and is now ruling over all things, seated on his holy throne and he will come again to bring divine retribution and to bring restoration and salvation. When Jesus comes again, he'll declare, Behold, I make all things new. That pronouncement that you only have this long to live, replaced with eternal life and a body raised from the dead. That declaration that the cancer has gone too far, replaced with a glorious body like Christ's own body which will never again face any hardship, but be restored forever. And your God will come to save you. These are words that you can share. These are words that God tells you, say to those with fearful hearts, to those who are wondering and fearful, do not fear, be strong, your God will come. Do you see that person who's fretting because of the loss of home? That person who you you might think, I have nothing I could tell them, nothing I could say to help them. You do. Say to those brothers and sisters in the faith who are weak and wondering, will God come? Yes, your God will come. He has come and defeated sin and defeated all our enemies, and he will come again to bring restoration and judgment. It's what we confess in the creed. He will come again. And when God comes again, all the fearful hearts will forever be filled with comfort and will leap. And the picture here of for eternal healing and joy and salvation will be ours. If you know someone who is fearful, say to them, your God will come. Speak up and tell them how Jesus came and himself, your God, came to deal with your troubles. And comfort fearful hearts as you tell them that cancer, it it won't last. That disease, that illness, that wreck, that war, that pain, it won't last. Your God will come. Brothers and sisters, you don't have to say much. But if you see fearful hearts, Speak up, and say to those with fearful hearts, do not be afraid, be strong. Your God will come before long.